In this episode, we're going to cover the command history. If you spend any amount of time at the command prompt, being able to recall complex or obscure command options from the history should result in a productivity boost. So what is the command history? Well, the shell we use to run commands has built-in functionality to track executed commands on a per-user basis. I should mention that we'll be focusing on the bash shell here, since this is the default shell most Linux distributions use. However, other shells have similar functionality too. The command history can be a great resource for reviewing recent activity. Say for example, how did you grow that file system again, and what options did you use? Ideally, you'd have a recipe written up on a wiki someplace, but the command history works wonders in a pinch. Because, let's be honest, it's hard to remember options and switches for commands you use infrequently. So let's go ahead and look at how the command history works at a basic level. Say for example in your day-to-day -day work you're plugging away at the command prompt, running commands like ls with some options, ping with some arguments, uptime, and finally the ps command with some options. In the background, the shell is keeping track of these commands. Let's look at a couple methods for extracting data from the history. First, you can run the history command. And as you can see, it outputs a listing of the commands we have run. But the command history is also saved to disk. By default, it's located in each user's home directory in a file called bash history. And by displaying the contents of this file, you can see it's consistent with the history command. Well, that's the command history in a nutshell. Pretty simple, right? But let's dig a little deeper by checking out the configuration files along with common usage patterns for extracting bits from the history. There is actually an amazing online resource manual and I highly recommend checking it out. If you spend a significant amount of time at the command prompt, then there are some really interesting tips in here and I'll likely save you tons of time. There is actually a chapter dedicated to using command history and it covers in detail what I'm about to talk about. I should mention that you can find links to both these pages in the episode notes below. Let's just jump back to the command prompt for a minute. Before we dive in, I just wanted to mention that I'm going to be broadcasting my keystrokes onto the screen. They will appear up here in the top right hand corner via this black box. As you can see, I'm typing testing 1, 2, 3. The following examples will use arrow keys and control keys, so I just wanted to make sure this comes across in the video. Okay, so let's go ahead with the demo. So I've already showed you a couple ways to review the command history via the history command and the bash history file. But there's actually a much easier way though, and it's probably the most common method. This is simply to scroll through the history using the arrow keys. As you can see, I'm pressing the up and down arrows and it rolls through the command history. This is extremely handy for rerunning commands in the same session while working on a task. But what about commands that you ran many months ago? Well, for this type of thing, you can search the history using Control-R, like this. You can see that the command prompt changed to a reverse search prompt. Let's test it out by typing a command we ran in the past. Notice how I just typed H-I-S-T and the prompt automatically guessed what we're looking for. Now you can hit enter here and it will run that command. But you can also drop to the command prompt and modify our command as needed. Let's try that out by running Control-R again. So let's type H-I-S, and as you can see it guessed the correct command again. But you can hit the right arrow and it drops you to the command prompt, say if you wanted to add some switches to the command or something. I should also mention that while you're at the search prompt, you can continually hit Control-R to cycle through potential matches. I'm going to be honest here though, 
in that I rarely use Ctrl-R, simply because I feel it offers a limited window into the command history. I often find myself running the history command and grepping the output, something like this. Just that you get a larger view right away versus a single line search result that you have to cycle through. What is interesting is that while doing research for this episode, I ran across software that helps address this issue. It is a piece of software called Bash Suggestion Box over on GitHub linked to in the episode notes below. This seems to be a sweet spot between using Ctrl-R search feature and getting lots of output at once. I've only played around with this software for a little bit, but it actually looks really interesting, so it might be a solution to using history and then filtering the output with grep. In the history output, you'll notice that we have numbers associated with each command. Well, you can use something called event designators that reference a line in the history and do something with it. Let's take item number two, for example. We can use the exclamation mark, or bang as it's commonly referred to, and enter the line number. When we hit enter, the shell knows that we want to run command number two from the history since we use this special event designator. You can also run bang bang, this means we want to run the previous command. This comes in handy if you want to do something like this, sudo bang bang, in that we take the previous command and run it as root. I don't want to go too crazy about this as the rabbit hole goes pretty deep, but if you're interested in event designators, check out the manual page linked to in the episode notes below. I just want to chat about changing the default behavior of the command prompt via configuration files before we finish off this episode. As you can probably guess by now, the manual is a great place to find configuration options, but let's cover where the configuration settings live and how you can change them. So we're sitting here in our home directory, and I've already chatted about where the history log file lives, but where does the configuration live? Well, you can modify this via the bash rc file. Let's have a look in there. This block here talks about how to configure the command history. These first two values control the amount of history saved in memory and on disk. These are the defaults, but I highly recommend changing the hist file size to something large, like 20,000 for example. This next one is one I just added. It allows you to timestamp events in the history file, so that you can know when something was run. Finally, you can add additional bits down here, for example, the histignore option. This allows you to ignore various commands, things like ls and cd for example. These would be commands that you run often but don't want to clutter up your history file. Let's just exit out and let me show you the updated history output with our new timestamp option set. So at this point you should know what the history is, along with how to use the arrow keys to navigate and run commands from the history, how to search the history using Control R, and finally, you should be able to modify the default behavior via configuration tweaks if needed. Alright, that concludes this episode. Thanks for watching. If you would like to get notified about future episodes, please subscribe to my mailing list. You can do this by going to the Get Notified link in the header and entering your email address. Have questions, comments, or concerns about this episode? What about episode ideas? I'd love to hear your feedback, either good or bad. Shoot me an email. Justin at sysadmincasts.com